Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Pleasant afternoon. Welcome to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Tough stories. Council of State present petition for removal of CJ. Preach peace and unity on your platform. Vice President Baumia to religious leaders. Ex-President uh, San in Mozambique trial to begin today. There's some more stories after the break. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. You're welcome back from the break to your first story. The Council of State has presented its findings to President Kufuado in line with the 1992 Constitution on a petition referred to her president in which the Alliance for Social Equity and Public Accountability Asampa petition the president for the removal of the Chief Justice of the Republic, Justice Anin Yevwa, from office over some $5 million bribery allegations leveled against him by the private legal practitioner Kwesi Afrifa. According to the Article 146 and 7 of the 1992 Constitution, where a petition is for the removal of the Chief Justice, the president shall act in consultation with the Council of State appoint a committee consisting of two justices of the Supreme Court, one of whom shall be appointed chairman by the President and three other persons who are not members of the Council of State, nor members of the Parliament, nor lawyers. The Constitution further provides in Clause 7 as follows. The committee appointed under the Clause 6 of this article shall inquire into the petition and recommend to the President whether the Chief Justice ought to be removed from office. Let's hear the chairman of the Council. Of this since we are sworn in in February. However, in between the times, it has been a pleasure to have consulted with you formally and informally on a lot of matters of state. Today, we are here specifically, Mr. President, to uh, give you a response to a letter that we received from your from your pres from the presidency. Under your hand, Mr. President, dated the 26th of July, 2021. In the third letter, we referred to a petition that had been sent to you by ASEPA, which petition demanded the impeachment of the Chief Justice of the Republic of Ghana following allegations that had been made against him. In line with the demands of the Constitution, as enshrined under Article 146123, and in line with the decisions of the Supreme Court, Mr. President, we are obliged to determine whether a prima facie case had been made, which determination would therefore precede the process of impeachment. In line with the performance of your constitutional duty, as I said earlier, you sent this letter to us. 
we have looked at the petition together with the annexes and the documents that were presented with the petition and also the principles of the case law as enunciated in the case of Ajay Chum versus the Republic, which judgment was of the Supreme Court was given by Justice Zatabah. Mr. President, the Council of Trade has made its findings. And we are here, Mr. President, to present to you the findings of the Council of State as to whether a prima facie case had been made to warrant the start of an impeachment process for the removal of the Chief Justice of the Republic of Ghana. Mr. President, I have the, now the honor and the pleasure on behalf of the Council to present to you the findings of the Council of State together with a covering letter in respect of this very subject matter. Receiving the findings of the Council, His Excellency Naneko Fuadja said, taking the provision of the 1992 Constitution into consideration, his administration will act on the findings of the Council of State appropriately. To say that I'm grateful for the intervention you have made. It's a pity that we not have a chance to have a general meeting before this specific matter. But there it is. These things happen and we have to, to move on. Um, I'll obviously have a close look because my understanding is that a J. Truman, another versus the Attorney General, which is the case law that has been, that has settled the understanding of Article 1467, which is binding on all of us, myself included, um, requires that I consult with you to make this determination of whether the petition that had been sent to me has raised some prima facie case warranting the establishment of a committee, that preliminary step. Uh, I understand that the process of the impeachment of, uh, of the Chief Justice, indeed, of, of justices of the Supreme Court, are meant to be in-camera proceedings, so that the contents of the consultation between the two of us, your side is in the letter and my own is also there, will for the time being remain confidential until we're in a position to announce the result of it to the world. But I have to first to thank you very much for the assiduous and punctual manner in which you continue to carry out your functions as the Council of State. There are a few people out there who have made some misguided and uh, and unreflected comments on the, the standing and the efficacy of your body. I, from where I sit, recognize fully the value of this institution and the work that you have been doing for me and for the country, uh, both in my first term and in this term. So I'd like to put that on record. But as I say, um, the proceedings are meant to be confidential and they will remain so until the final communication. But I will apprise you also of my own findings, as it were, on the matter. 
I'm hoping that our minds, will, there'll be a meeting of minds. <laughs> and then my consultation will establish that there is unanimity between you and me on this matter before we can go forward. But I want to thank you very much for coming and for the work that has been done. You're listening to the Afternoons on Ghana Talks Radio. To our next story, the leadership of religious bodies have been urged to use the pulpit and other platforms available to them to propagate the message of peace and unity to help maintain the peace Ghana continues to enjoy. They have also been asked to continue partnering the government in its developmental efforts with the assurance of an enabling environment for such fruitful partnerships to materialize. The Vice President, Dr. Mahamudu Baumia, made the call as a special guest at a special service to celebrate the 30th anniversary in ordinance service of Reverend Kwejo Owusu Sapo in the Presbyterian Church of Ghana at the church at the Braka Official Town Branch on Sunday, 22nd of August, 2021. Hailing the contribution of faith-based organization in build, nation building, Vice President has special words of praise for the Presbyterian Church of Ghana, the first continuously existing Christian Church in Ghana. Speaking on a theme for the event celebrating the favor of God, Dr. Vaumia commended Reverend Kojo Owusu Sapon for his three decades of service to the church in Ghana, indicating that despite these difficulties beginning. I wish to urge leadership of all religious bodies to use the pulpit to propagate the message of peace and unity, to stress the need to maintain the oneness and peace the nation continues to enjoy despite our challenges. Christians owe it as a duty to uplift the sense of responsibility in the country as well as help fight pockets of corruption and impunity. Sincere Christians can do this by strengthening democracy and speaking out. May we continue to live in peace and harmony as one people with one common destiny. Certainly, we have no other nation but Ghana, so let's protect it. Over the years, the Presbyterian Church of Ghana has partnered succeeding governments to move the development agenda forward. The government in no doubt recognizes the immense contribution of the Presbyterian Church of Ghana towards the growth of the nation, particularly in the provision of basic, secondary, and tertiary education, healthcare, agricultural services, and other social interventions throughout the length and breadth of the country. The Presbyterian Church of Ghana, according to the Ghana Health Services, is the third largest provider of health services in Ghana at the moment. So we all duff our hearts to the Presbyterian Church of Ghana for all these immense social interventions towards national development. Without doubt, the government alone cannot shoulder the responsibility of developing our dear nation. May I hereby seize this opportunity to encourage the Presbyterian Church of Ghana and the entire Christian community and indeed other faith-based organizations to continue partnering government in its developmental efforts. Please be assured that we shall continue to provide the enabling environment for such fruitful 
partnership to materialize. I implore you to let your voice be heard in the national discourse. The nation needs independent voices like yours. Be assured that you are on the side of God and that he will keep and watch over you. As you serve Mother Ghana and the church, commit yourself to the tenets of the church and the constitution of Ghana. As 1 Timothy 4 to 15 admonishes, and I quote, practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress, end quote. To our next story, a man believed to be in his late 20s have been busted by the Tudu Police Command for attempting to stab students of Accra Technical University to snatch their mobile phones yesterday. Speaking to Akokoraba Nako, one of the victims, Mami Boatema, who shared her audio experience, explained these acts have been going on for a while in that particular area due to the absence of security lights between Accra City Hotel and Accra Technical University. He was subsequently handed over to the Tudu Police Command for investigations. The students therefore urge authorities as a matter of urgency install street lights within the Accra City Hotel stretch to curb the menace of phone robbery. <laughs> Enyetugu <laughs>
You are still tuning to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. More local stories. The Western Regional Health Directorate of the Ghana Health Service has commissioned a five-member committee to investigate the circumstances leading to the escape and subsequent death of a patient at the COVID-19 treatment center of the Ifia Inkanta Regional Hospital. Regional Director of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Yaofori Yabwa, told the Ghana News Agency that the terms of the reference for the committee would be if verify the clinical status of the patient at the time of admission determine the circumstances leading to the escape and subsequent death. Two international stories now and Ramaphosa lowered youth enthusiasm on the job. South African's President Cyril Ramaphosa has lauded young people's enthusiasm for COVID-19 jabs as the country expands its vaccination program. The President said that on Friday, more than a million of 18 to 34 years old registered for vaccinate after they became available. Mr. Ramaphosa said he was impressed watching videos of young people queuing for the vaccines and interviews of them explaining the benefits of receiving the jab. He said the group has good information and should convince all adults to get vaccinated. We move to Mozambique and the trial of the eldest son of the ex Mozambican President Amado Guabuza Namdi Guabuza is expected to begin in the capital, Maputo. The former president's son is being tried alongside 18 suspects in Mozambique's biggest post-independence corruption case. Mr. Guabuza and former members of the State Information and Security Service are among those suspected to appear as defendants in the case whose hearing will run until 1st of September. Former Finance Minister Manuel Chan is also wanted over the scandal and is fighting extradition in South Africa. The trial will take place on the BO Maximum Security Prison in Maputo. Still in Mozambique, a joint force of Mozambican and Rwanda troops have rescued more than 100 people who had been taken hostage by militants in northern Mozambique. The hostages have been held by Islamic state-linked militants, locally known as Shabab and Am. Mosimwa de Paris district. Those rescued were mostly children whom the elderly, according to the state broadcast radio Mozambique. The operation was in the line of dense forest of the administrative post of Imboa, which sheltered one of the key bases of the jihadists. The defense official is quoted by the state broadcast TMV as saying that there are concerns about a lack of food for the recovered hostages. It's reported that there is only enough food to last them for 48 hours. We now get some entertainment tour and the organizers of the Ghana Music Awards UK have announced that over 15 performing high-life dancehall, Afropop and high life artists have been invited to perform at this year's award ceremony known to be one of the most patronized and exciting events on the entertainment event calendar in uk this year's award ceremony to be held in london on 9th of october is expected to be attended personalities from the creative industry in ghana europe and united states as well as a number of international artists our final entertainment story, Gogglebox star Mary Cook, known for her appearance with friend Marina Mangrove, has died at the age of 92, Channel 4 has said. The cheeky Bristolian pair were among the most popular members of the TV review show's lineup. A statement issued by the Channel 4 and the producer Studio Lambert on behalf of her family said they were extremely saddened to hear the news. She died in a hospital at the weekend with her family by her side, it says. Thank you so much for tuning in for the afternoon news. My name is Sandra Asante. You can get more stories at our website www.ganatalksradio.com. Enjoy your afternoon.
All weekend, all, all the hits. All, all the hits. Ghana Toss Radio.